Welcome to Brands Made Meaningful, conversations with the team at Susner about how purposeful branding inspires unity, identity, and powerful change for growth-minded organizations. Derek, on this episode of Brands Made Meaningful, I want to talk about priorities. I want to talk about all the different brands we work with, whether they be small, big, they have complex offerings, they have singular offerings. All the brands that we kind of interact with on a day-to-day basis help work on their own brand. They have different challenges. They have different levels of assets. They have different access to things. They have different budgets. And for us, what keeps coming back within all these conversations recently is priorities. We, we need to set priorities for these companies and these brands and their teams to understand what is possible, what is not possible, what's going to build the biggest impact today and in the future. Comes up all the time. Where do we start? What's the most impactful step? What should we do first? But that gets a little bit ahead of the get, what should we do first or what should we do now requires a little bit of a, a conversation before I think we can answer that. Yep. It starts understanding like what are our goals? What do we want to what do we want to get out of this? I love when clients say, well, what should we attack first? And it's like, well, how much time and how much budget do we have to attack these things? What are you, what are you trying to do? Is yeah. this is this a three month initiative? Is this are you are you looking at your three year picture? Are you working towards the vision of your company long term? Or are you looking to knock out a promotion or a quick campaign? So high level, really quick, a quick definition, I would call it a Susner definition. Branding priorities are the actions and initiatives that shape or enhance a brand's identity, perception, and market position. That's just the high level definition that we use here. So when we work with clients on creating these priorities, we generally separate them into two high level categories, short term, long term priorities. That's what we're talking about today. So let's elaborate on these three real, real briefly. Okay. Brand identity. What's brand identity? Uh, the way that you show up in the marketplace, uh, the way that people see you, whether that be sights, smells, sounds. Think of identity as like when I'm viewing you, I can see that within color, visuals. People mostly think of logos here. Sure. That would be brand identity. Things look and feel. Identify as a, you. Look yeah. and feel as a, a thing that people tend to say. Sure. Number two is perception. The way that people think about you. Reputation. Reputation is a great way to think about that. And number three, market position. We would say what you do, who you do it for, and why it matters. The position would be your differentiation in the market. How do people consider you versus other people? There's kind of this leveling of that position. So what we're talking about is what are the priorities? What are the actions? What are the things that a brand or an organization can do or should do that shape those three things? How you, how you look and come across, the reputation that you're building, and the, basically the stake in the ground that you're claiming within your market. Absolutely. In the short term and the long term. So then short term or long term. <laughs> yeah. All right. So why does this matter? Why why do we talk about it? Why, why does it matter if we're talking short term, long term priorities at all? I think it comes back to that marketing landscape, especially within the world of sports in which we have a lot of experience. 
that landscape changes all the time and it changes really quickly. So if you're not reanalyzing priorities, if you're not reanalyzing your brand on a quarterly or even a semi-annual basis, then there can be opportunities that you are missing out there. I think what used to take a decade to change or evolve within the market or like let's say your target customer, for example, the, the, the very specific persona or profile that is your best customer, it used to take, I don't know, maybe decades for that to evolve or change. Now I think it happens in years. Yeah, it's interesting to see. And, and it's even after COVID and all these things, we've, we've seen it even um, fragment even more where you get customers that are really passionate about certain things. And those passions now are coming out more and more and more. For us, that means that the landscape has changed and we need to be ready for it. You you need to be ready for it, planning for it, anticipating it, and working on it so that you can continue to compete or like what we like to say or continue to keep crushing it if you're already crushing it. Um, And to not sit back and rest on your current success, but to be thinking long-term also. So creating effective strategies to leverage branding in general can be super powerful for businesses, for organizations, for people trying to, you know, sell products or hire really great talent or have more inspired leadership. That's great. All these effective strategies, but there's so many things that we could do in those strategies. There's so many ways to shape or enhance your perception. How do we pick what to do, right? How do we set all these things up and go, well, we only have so much time. We only have so many resources to go after some of these. What's the way we go about that? Right. So uh, one option is we go for short-term quick wins, uh, short-term success, immediate transactions, so to speak. I had a conversation with someone earlier today about baseball, and I'm just in a baseball mindset right now, but it's like singles and doubles. Like All we need to do is hit some singles and doubles. We don't need home runs. We just need to keep it going in a certain direction, right? So I think of short-term things. Yep, play small ball. That's That's totally fine. Think of those, yeah, like what can we do right now to increase our odds in the game, in the season right now? But that's the key. You're talking about this game, this inning, and winning or losing in the next hour and a half. Um, what we're not talking about is the season or next season or the next season after that. Yeah, we're not talking about the philosophies of your baseball team, right? We're not talking about the way that you approach the game. We're talking about just being able to get people's on pe- people on base and try to get them around. That's a different way. So when we talk about reimagining the way that we build a team, that would be long-term thinking. Yeah, unless back to the baseball analogy, which I love. <laughs> now you're, you know, you're acquiring free agents that have expiring contracts. You know you're only going to have them for the rest of the season because you feel like you have enough pieces in place to make a short-term run this year at the playoffs, but knowing that next year all those assets are gone. Sure. And you're going to have to start over and rebuild. Yeah. So side note, we could start a baseball podcast. <laughs> Let's, uh, let me put that on a post-it note yeah, and set it over here. Yeah. So short-term, going trying to get back on track a little bit here. So when we talk about short-term brand priorities, these are things that we're trying to make impact 
today. We're trying to make impact in the next quarter, in the next calendar year. But those aren't going to be things that we look at as ways we can really advance our brand in the next five years. That's just a different way of looking at it. So short term is now, next 12 months. Long term, we would say in the next five to 10 years. Where are we looking? Maybe three to three to 10 years. There's a big gap. In there. And we'll break these down and look at both of them and the pros and cons of each. But spoiler alert, it's a it's going to be a balance of both. Yeah, I think that there are people that would love to say, oh, well, you can get off with just doing short-term things. It's fine. All the short-term things, like going back to the baseball thing, if you hit enough singles and doubles, you're going to win a lot of games. And that's totally fair. But that only lasts for so long. And so these short-term goals we can do it we can keep squeezing the juice out of the lemons but eventually those lemons we need to be planting more we need to be going and finding new sources yeah that's another great analogy we're planting in addition to harvesting yeah if you just keep harvesting eventually and you're not planting and i'm not a farmer but i get that you know there's uh you have to be growing for and thinking about and nurturing the ground and taking care of what's coming for the future too yeah so Two quick caveats. Neither of us play baseball and neither of us are farmers. Not anymore. Not for a very long time. All right. So let's break down the long-term and short-term priorities. I I think that it'd be helpful for most people to say, okay, you said short-term. What does that mean? And what's an example of that? And then do the same thing for long-term. So let's start short-term. So short-term priorities, we talked about these are like immediate actions, initiatives that can create impact in the present Think of these as priorities that are focused on capturing attention, generating sales today or in the next couple quarters here, and then attracting new customers. This this would be not a new category of customers, but saying it's the same category. We're just trying to expand our reach within that same category. Yep. For EOS people, this is your this quarter's rock or even this this year's one year plan. What are we doing to create positive impressions and increase market share as fast as possible. Example, a short-term priority could be creating a brand campaign that helps a specific audience better understand your brand um, and the specific offering you present to them. There is this level of how can we just tell the people we already talked to a better story, the same story, maybe in a different way. How do we keep them coming back? And how do we just generate that new level of excitement on the same stuff? How do, how do we get our current customers to buy from us again? Um, yeah. In many ways, a short-term strategy, using a, a pizza analogy, is getting people who already buy pizza from you once a month to buy pizza from you twice a month. Versus the long-term strategy of going and finding a brand new customer who's never purchased pizza from you before. Sure. Another example would be improving your packaging design. When a brand improves its packaging design and it becomes more visually appealing, it aligns with new trends that people have expectations for, and it kind of features new selling points that you feel are valid for the same customer... That helps you capture new attention. It helps you stand out on the shelf. There's there's levels that it's like that can make an impact now versus you're not going to reimagine what that product within that package is. Or reimagine the actual physical tactile shape of the package or sure. material of the package. We're talking about cosmetically repainting it, basically. 
Third example that I think could be helpful for some people is like realigning influencer or athlete partnerships when um, you're trying to better communicate your current brand and product strategy. I think a lot of people attach themselves to certain influencers or certain athletes and don't come back to that enough. There is a really interesting value you can get by exploring new options in that space. So think about what your current strategy is and saying, well, maybe the market's shifted a little bit and we haven't looked at this in six or 12 months. It could be time to look at those partnerships and say, are we getting everything we wanted to get out of those? Those type of shifts in your partnerships can make a big difference in the type of people you get in front of, even with using your same brand as it is today. Yep. Short-term things also include promotions, sales, discounts. I think of advertising in general as short-term, even though long-term strategy might include advertising as part of your strategic plan. I think of the ads themselves as short-term because they're only effective for as long as they're running. Maybe incentives, dollars off, buy one, get one free. Um, I think of just a few years ago when people were in COVID, this was a very everybody was looking at short term because they were in survival mode. And so how do we get some quick wins right now? Okay. So short term to recap, short term priorities normally take the current brand assets that you might have and figure out new and better ways to use them. In the short term, we're not refining, rebuilding. We're just leveraging what you already have in place and any equity that it has and figuring out how to make it as strong as possible. The long term. Let's talk about long term. Well, if the short term are about immediate impact, long term, and again, this can be a three-year, five-year, 10-year sort of strategic plan, but it really leans into building a foundation for the entire brand to have success that it can sustain year after year after year and build on. Priorities might include revisiting your brand's vision and your mission, the values in which you use to put the team together that works for you. And specifically, we come, we've come across this quite a bit very recently, is to reanalyze and reconsider your positioning, your niche, the, the very specific or not industry offering what you do and what that competitive landscape looks like. For clients that have worked with us, we kind of divide this into two sections, right? We think of brand development versus brand amplification. And so amplification is very short term to say, we have this brand, how do we use it? Brand development is long term. It's how do we create these assets? How do we build out something that's fresh and new that we can then utilize across multiple touch points, across multiple divisions of our organization this becomes a lot more of a long-term play because the results you get on it aren't going to be seen right away. They need to be put into the marketplace and then they need to be utilized across you know, multiple years. To use a word that we talked about in our last podcast conversation, it's, it's an investment. It's yeah. an investment in the success of your organization. Long-term looks at crafting, nurturing, and building a really strong reputation for your brand so that people come to know who you are and what you stand for the way that you want them to think of you. Creates loyal customers, brand advocates, uh, referral streams, and it also should help set you apart within that competitive landscape and give you quite a few advantages against the people that you're going up against. So a few examples here. 
a long-term priority could be your team saying we need to expand into a new market or a new audience we've never talked to before. That would require long-term assets to be created. Think about things like taglines and messaging and verbal assets like that. Or even um, let's say you have a whole new product line and you're saying this product line is for this type of customer. The names of those products needs to be matched to what their preferences are. And that kind of changes the way you start looking at things. Those we would call those long-term priorities because they won't be able to be implemented in the next couple of months. A sidebar to that are companies that are looking at acquisitions or mergers and now having to figure out how to realign those same components, those same pieces of the story. Another example could be developing new assets when you want to communicate a different position. So like you were saying, we've had multiple clients, we have had lots of clients over the last five years that said we need to reposition ourselves. We have a new story to tell. We we have the same audience, but they want something different from us. Or maybe we have a different audience and we have a completely different way of looking at it. That new position requires a lot of foundational work. Well, and sometimes that new position means that that organization would benefit from a new name because of the current name or tagline that, you know, that first flag that people see and hear about that defines who you are doesn't allow you to effectively tell that story, renaming an organization, the act of doing that is a short-term act, but doing that act is an investment for a very long-term strategy. The next example, we're trying to keep these examples short here, but this example could go for a long time, would be creating in-depth brand guidelines. And I think that most people who have brand guidelines love them And most people who don't, don't understand why they would need them. But these brand guidelines are basically a book of assets and rules and and understanding how to use them that really help your team internally and then your partners externally stay on brand. And the reason why this is a long-term priority, this isn't because it takes a really long time to build something like this, but because you won't realize the impact of it for a good amount of time because it needs to be utilized and understood and learned across all of your different internal audiences. I think I think we take brand guidelines and brand standards for granted because we create them for everybody who we help brand uh, yeah. or help with their branding. But we come across, I would say more often than not, companies build their brand, they start doing their marketing, and they're so focused on the product and the services that they do that unless they have an agency that they're working with or a robust in-house you know, marketing manager who's in charge of this, they kind of grow organically and quickly. And then all of a sudden, you've got all kinds of assets all over the place, and you don't know which ones to use or why. And you end up with a not only a lack of consistency, but you end up wasting a lot of time reinventing everything every time you need to create something. Yeah, you end up with a fragmented brand. And that happens a lot when people come to us and they say, I have a problem with my brand and I have a challenge. Our stuff is just everywhere. There's no consistencies. It's all fragmented. And that's normally the case. We go, we take a step back and walk them through, like, how did you get to here? And it was because there wasn't brand standards that were created. There weren't guidelines that help people stay on brand. A couple other long-term plays would be investing in creating consistent thought leadership content, blogs, podcasts. Oh man, podcasts. Oh no. Things that grow your expertise, grow your authority, 
and then things that grow and reinforce awareness of your brand within your industry and your customers, uh, like industry events, uh, trade shows. In our case, it might be sponsoring a certain sporting event or training camp that your sports organization provides to. See, and I would say that's a short-term thing. Hmm. Interesting. This is where we differ. Back to the balance. This is where we differ. And those are maybe some of the perfect ones. I think that's a, a perfect example of a short term, actually. Because if I'm going to go into a trade show and do all the stuff to the same, it, it depends on the trade show. Um, but if I'm going to go after the same kind of customers and I already have that position and I've already done that, that's a very um, immediate a, uh, immediate opportunity for me to get in front of the people that my brand is built for. So there's this balance of like, how do we utilize these things? And there's kind of a blurry line, but we need to do some of the short-term things in order to realize the long-term gains. We need to do the long-term things to make the short-term ones even more successful. So with that being said, there's a couple of client examples. I won't name names because we're in the middle of these projects right now, but they're really impactful and great examples, kind of how we landed on this topic anyways. One of them is a organization that's trying to expand their partnerships, their corporate partnerships. Think of like a sponsorship within a professional sports organization. They have corporate partners that come in and maybe they're name sponsors or maybe they're not, but they needed a, a brand campaign. They needed something that helped them recruit and align these new partners with their current brand to say, hey, we're doing this. We'd love you to be a partner of ours. And how do we build a nice brand campaign that tells their current story in a new way to potential partners and help them close those deals? That's what I would consider a short-term brand priority. Yeah, they're not changing their vision, their mission, who they are, what they stand for, what they do. None of that is changing. This is a, a, a short-term initiative to support a long-term vision. Exactly. And then for them, the, they know that down the road, there will be long-term brand priorities already on their list. Those things would include reimagining their position within the, the current primary audience, but then saying, well, we know that these partners we're going to sign on this short-term deal, they're, that's a five-year agreement. So when we're done with that, we need to make sure our brand is built out that new foundation is built out after the five years so that when we re-up them we're not re-upping them to the old brand we're re-upping them to the new brand our new vision for who we are and who we need to be and the partners that need to be joining us the thing that i like about how this organization is approaching this specific project is that the short-term initiative supports their long-term vision that's not a one-time short-term transaction where they're basically burning out an opportunity this isn't small ball. It's a short-term campaign that will support something that should really redefine the future of this organization for the next 10 years versus short-term promotions, quick wins, quick ads, uh, mm -hmm. raise some capital right now, right away. But for what? I think they're thinking about this in a really nice way and blending the short-term to meet their long-term strategy. Yeah, and so then you start getting into the question of, well, so how does it how is it short-term if it helps their long-term strategy? It's short-term because it's not redoing anything within their current brand. They're utilizing the same visual assets, the same messaging, the same all this other stuff. It's just utilizing all those different things within a new medium of saying, how do we use all of this great stuff and tell it to them in this different way? And that's going to help them 
like you said, it's not only going to get them to get the wins today, but it's going to help them understand, okay, we know the next time we have a brand campaign, this is how we execute it. Now, if we're going to reimagine our assets that go into that brand campaign, we still have that campaign that we can leverage. The second one is with a manufacturing company that builds out products. And I think that they're going... Sporting goods. Yeah, sporting goods. It's a great opportunity for people to understand that you can do brand work on your current audience without completely reimagining everything. And that kind of boils down into what we would call refining, refreshing, or redoing your brand. And those are what we get to short-term, medium-term, long-term. I think we talked about refine, refresh, and redo in a previous podcast. Yeah. So for them, this short term is to say, we don't have all the time. We have to or make- Or the budget. We don't have the time or the budget to make some of these, all, all these long-term brand decisions. We know they're on the list. We know that they're there, but we want to be able to utilize all of our great thinking about the long-term in the short-term. How do we do that? And the approach that we're taking with them is to, let's say, let's refine your brand. Let's not redo your brand but let's refine it using some of the thinking, but most of the same assets you already have. So we're not changing the logo. We're not changing the name. We're not changing that other stuff. What we're going to do is try to leverage those assets and build them out into a, a bigger story that is kind of built on the current story that they have, knowing that in the next 12 to 18 months, we'll probably end up revisiting all of their assets. But for them, it's to say, we need to, have the short win. We need to utilize the thinking, but we need to do it in a short-term mindset. Yeah, they have a season. They're, the sport that they're in has a season, and they're currently up against deadlines where next year's product packaging has to go to press. So we don't have time, and they don't have the budget to reimagine what their product packaging completely functions, looks like, and the story that it tells in the next, say, 30, 60 days but we do have time to tighten it up and lean into some of the things that we believe will help them stand out against the two or three other companies that they're competing directly against. This specific organization is also in the process of growing and acquiring and or potentially merging with other businesses. So for us to make a recommendation today to redo the brand based on some key insights we've uncovered and opportunities that they do have to strengthen and grow, it would be short-sighted for us to recommend they take that on now until we have a better understanding of how these other organizations they're talking to fit within that overall brand umbrella and what then that means to customer messaging and visuals. Let's wrap it up here. Let's sign off takeaways. What, what do people need to take away from this conversation? How are we going to help them understand what we talked about? Well, like we said, so thinking about branding, thinking about short-term initiatives and long-term goals, uh, quick wins and long-term sustainable success, there's a balance. There's a balance. I mean, there's clearly the need to strike a balance between establishing strong, enduring opportunities that will support your brand and your brand's identity while, um, capturing any opportunities that you can in the meantime short-term actions drive immediate short-term results and that's fantastic but that investment needs to be realized in the short term we can't expect short-term actions and activities like an ad to have long-term implementations for us 
when we're looking at the benefits of short-term and long-term, balancing those are absolutely critical. But when we have a strong brand, it's almost always rooted in a long-term strategy, I would say. That's not always possible for some of our clients, and we totally understand that. Yeah, we'll say if you don't have a long-term strategy and we're into the amplification or execute on visuals, graphics, and marketing materials, it tends to be a little bit more of a guessing game with what those assets need to be and with what your messaging is. To simplify everything, if your brand is strong, you know your story, your audience, you understand what you do and who you do it for in a really great way, then you should lean into the short term. You should lean into those priorities that best apply and execute and amplify your brand to those people. You already get it. If you don't know those, if you don't know what you stand for, if you don't know who you should be talking to or what your brand is all about or who is the best audience for your brand, then that recommendation is going to be long-term. To say any of those short-term things aren't going to provide you wins. They're going to provide you opportunities to waste budget. And we would rather you utilize that on long-term initiatives that can really help you in the future. Well said. All right. I enjoyed this topic. If there's a topic that anybody would like us to talk about or dive into, uh, we'd be happy to. Just shoot us a message and let us know. In the meantime, we will talk to you next time. Yeah, send Derek an email. He doesn't get enough of those. So perfect. Keep his inbox full. Thanks, Tucker. At Suster.com. Yeah. Susner is a branding firm specializing in helping companies make a meaningful mark, guiding marketing leaders who are working to make their brand communicate better, stand out, and engage audiences to grow their business. For more on Susner, visit susner.com.